as always, it's so good to be with you, and I think we've got a record crowd here this morning. We definitely had one at the 8 o'clock mass, so it's great to see everybody feeling comfortable to come back to attend mass. And I was thinking this morning, I haven't thought about this since March. Not now, but eventually I can see children's liturgy of the word in the nursery starting once we get the all clear button to uh, proceed with that. But uh, how exciting it is to, to see all the young ones and the little ones here this morning. Uh, there was something. Did you pick up on the, new, the uh, news media, the buzz phrase this week? It's called COVID fatigue. COVID fatigue. And what happened was when they asked why there were 10 million viewers who turned on the presidential debate and then turned it off, the short answer was COVID fatigue. Uh, it was rough, wasn't it? It was a rough thing. Uh, and people are just worn out. Uh, people are worn out from all the anxiety that exists in the world today, and some can't take any more of it. Anybody out there this morning that's feeling anxious in your lives? Well, I'd say most are. And that's the good news about today's second reading, because St. Paul reminds us that by thinking positively, we can be released from a lot of these anxieties. What did Paul say? He didn't say, he said, have no anxiety at all. That's what he said, wasn't it? No anxiety. How many of, that, of your anxieties would that include? Well, according to him, it would include every one of them, wouldn't it? Mine as well. So if you're in that category this morning, this message is for you. But before we get to some of the practical applications of developing a positive attitude, I'd like to dispel a few of the myths surrounding positive people. There's a couple of them. The first myth is that positive people are positive because everything goes their way. They have no problems in their lives. It's what people look at them and they think. But actually, it is just the opposite of that. Some of the most positive people I know, especially those in the scripture and those that we call the saints, they have been or are subjected to tremendous stress, tremendous suffering, and demands. So, but, you know, that definitely is a myth. The second myth is that positive people are that way because they isolate themselves from the pain and suffering of others. Well, that's not true. If you look into the lives of positive people, the most likely place that you will find a positive person is in the trenches, with in the trenches of life with other people. And then a third myth is that positive people are out of touch with the realities of life. You're not looking around you. Uh, that's not true at all. See, um, there are some of the most positive people are some of the most down-to-earth people that you will ever meet. Positive people are positive because of other reasons. These are myths. This is sort of the these are the things that we look at where it's like the grass is greener on the other side. Boy, if I could just have their life. But that's not true at all. Um, it's, it's all about your relationship with God. That's, that's where the core is. So would you like to have a more positive attitude in life? Would you like to think that maybe the grass isn't as green on the other side as I thought it was? 
If you feel that way this morning, Paul's message to the church at Philippi is for you. Now let's look at some practical considerations. First of all, embrace your Catholic faith more fully. What's, what's faith got to do with it, you may be saying? Well, in a nutshell, faith has everything to do with it. It's everything. See, a positive attitude in life is based on the ability to remain hopeful. Hopeful. Remember, that's a key word in the life of a human being. And when hope is absent, when we can't see hope, then we see things like depression and bitterness and all kinds of addictions come in. It is key. It is a reality that you must have hope if you're going to overcome anxiety. And here's the good news. Because God is our Heavenly Father, we can truly be hope-filled people. Uh, over and over again, we hear that in the Scriptures. People of hope. Hope-filled people. Um, and so while we may feel sometimes that all is hopeless, that doesn't dispel the reality that God is bigger than anything we may have to face in life. I was thinking about it last night. I, my grandfather, we called him Big Dad. That's what he was called. And he was, when I was a kid, he was big. He was tall, looking up to him. He was strong. Uh, you know, he was Big Dad. And think about it from a God perspective. God is our father. He's our big dad, and we are his children, and he's strong, and he's tall, and he can overcome everything, and he watches over us. He is our daddy. See, the one thing you'll never see God doing, or never you'll read about God, is that he's anxious. He's not anxious. You never see it. Can't recall a situation where I've ever heard God being anxious. See, God is God, and there's nothing that can trump that. He is Abba, Father. He is our Daddy. Jesus knew that, being part of the person of God. He says to the disciples this, Disciples, in this world, like this world we're living in, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Be positive, be happy, because I have overcome the world. My dear friends, what a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful faith you have. Learn of it. Live it. Attend Mass. Read the Holy Scriptures, the most positive book that has ever been written. Participate in the sacraments, especially the Eucharist. And I guarantee you this, I don't have a shadow of a doubt on this one. Your outlook on life will be a more positive one. It will be. It just will be. Remember that where there is faith in the future, there is power in the present. Hope leads to positive attitude in life. Second thing is to surround yourself with positive things. Now, Paul writes to the Philippians, you've probably heard this a million times, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, he says, if there is any excellent, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. That's what Paul was saying, and that's what he was thinking about. 
Paul wasn't on easy street when he wrote this. He was in a prison cell waiting a death sentence that was to come. But he knew that even in those circumstances, he could rise above them because of who God is. Let me share with you something extremely important. You probably know it, but let me just remind you this morning. What you think, Paul says, about, about things determines in large measure who you will become. What you think about, what is it that you think about will become in large measure who you become. In other words, I'm not a neuroscientist, but in other words, what enters your mind is stored in the neurons and the synapses of your brain and they will come out. They will come out over time through your character and through your life. Couple examples, pornography in, lustful actions out. Eucharist in, acts of charity out. See the difference there? So you want to feed your mind with positive things. Say no to the negative things in life. Uh, what's some ways that we can do that? Let me give you a few. Read books that are uplifting. Read only uplifting books. As a matter of fact, here's some titles I'm reading right now. Set Your Heart Free, The Way of Trust and Love, Living Simply in an Anxious World, God Desires You, It's All Grace, and Counsels of Light and Love. Always, always feed your mind on positive things. Here's a couple other possibilities for you. You can only think about one thing at a time, so if you've got something positive in front of you, it's hard to think of the other kinds of thoughts. Um, place prayer cards, reminders of all the positive things about life. Um, that includes rosary beads, posting positive sayings on my computer. I can't hardly see my dashboard. I've got so many things on it. Uh, that I look at, that they remind me of nature, they remind me of God, they remind me of life and how to uh, be good in, good in life. All kinds of things that you can do. Icons, statues of Mary, the saints, Jesus, so many good things. You can just look at them and you can just feel the power of God working in your life. And post them everywhere. Put them at work, put them at, in your car, I even have some on my tool bench at home. Uh, anywhere that I'm at, that's where I have something that I can look at that's uplifting. Same thing with music. Listen to positive music. Some of the stuff that's out there today, it's trash. Don't listen to it. Listen to music that is uplifting. Listen to music that praises God. And you will find that attitude of praise coming out of your heart as well. See, here's the reality. Finding ways to be a positive person is not a problem. There's a million and one ways to do it. The challenge is applying it to our lives, not succumbing, not giving in to the negativity, those things which tear us down, but to those things that build us up. So have a positive attitude when you feel like it, and particularly when you don't feel like it. That's the most important time to have a positive attitude, and you can because God is your father and you are his child. And the more that you allow that positive attitude 
to flow into your life, the more it becomes just a normal part of your life. That's what you want. The third thing is to do something for someone else. You know, it's really hard to develop a positive attitude about life if you're always going around thinking about what you want and what you need. Uh, modern media and marketing today, I was just driving down the Waterson yesterday. I was amazed. I guess I'm thinking about this homily, but it's all about what do you need? We're here to give you whatever you want. We're, we're here to design it for whatever you need. Well, you know, after a while we begin to believe that. We begin to believe that everything focuses or centers around us. But Jesus said the exact, exact opposite of that. He said that we need to step outside of ourselves if we want to have a positive attitude in life. What is it Jesus said? He said that the greatest blessings in life are found in what? Giving and not in receiving. It's in giving that we find blessings. So I'd like to leave you with a couple of thoughts for reflection this morning. The law of exposure says this, that the events you attend, the materials you read, the music you hear, and the images you watch will profoundly shape your actions. And your actions will shape your character, and your character will shape your destiny. That's sort of how it goes. So the question is, what do you expose yourself to? What do you expose yourself to? What do you, what do you let your mind feed on? Let's put it that way. Second thing is this. Someone, this is a very important one. Somebody said you don't get what you deserve, but rather you get what you expect. So many times we expect this is the way it's going to be, and guess what? It turns out to be that way. Uh, let me ask you, what do you expect out of life? What do you expect? Positive or negative? God bless all of you, and be positive.